All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Do you need some new hockey gear? You need a new hockey stick, some gloves, but do you want the best hockey gear available? I know I do. I can't use the stuff that's out there these days. So when I need new hockey gear, I go to ProStockHockey.com. So you go to ProStockHockey.com, use promo code SCOTT, that's S-C-O-T-T, my last name, yours truly, and you get an extra 10% off your total order. It's a no-brainer. Check it out, ProStockHockey.com, promo code SCOTT. Welcome to another episode of Dropping the Gloves with Sam, the new member of the podcast, taking over Tim's spot. Uh-oh. Sam, hello. Finally, some good decisions around here. Yes, we're picking it up. <laughs> Larry, John, and John are here. Hope everyone's having a good week. So Tim's gone. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> so we we were texting with Tim earlier this week, me and Larry were. Yeah. And I wanted to go for a bike ride, so I said, should we go for a bike ride? It was his training. This is, yeah, yeah, just a little training. So Tim goes, I'm in Boston to the 21st, and Larry said, I'll keep you posted. He never kept me posted. Yeah, that's my bad. <laughs> but then an unprompted text came from Tim, and it just shows him with a guy <laughs> wearing, like, wedding suits. Yeah. <laughs> and I wish you could, maybe we could post this with, yeah, the, let's do it. <laughs> with the podcast. I don't know how it works. But it was an unprompted picture of a guy, two guys, like, arm in arm, not holding hands, but, like, arms around each other. It's Tim and another guy. It's Tim and another guy, and it looks like they're getting married. (laughs) It's so bizarre. And it it wasn't... Was Tim eloping in Boston, his city of... Yeah, it was very strange. (laughs) Because we weren't asking him for a picture. We weren't even... I just wanted to know if we can go for a bike ride. And he sends his picture... (laughs) Of him and his soon-to-be husband. And then, so Larry's like, congrats, you're such a great looking couple. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, Tim, I had no idea, congrats. <laughs> so it's just so, I don't know. We'll, we'll show the picture, it was just so bizarre. But anyway, Sam's it? in for, oh, I don't know, he didn't respond. He never answered? <laughs> he did not, maybe he did get like married to a man. Or, he did. He, uh, maybe tell- he accidentally sent that to you and just, now he's playing it off. <laughs> Tim oh, yeah. doesn't accidentally do anything, he's very calculated. <laughs> no, he, he was hoping we were going to be like, oh, you look so handsome, what are you doing, what's going on? <laughs> but we just roasted him as soon as he sent it, so... Anyways, Tim's gone, Sam's in, so it's going to be a little less hockey talk today. A little bit more, well, hockey's over anyways. I mean, yeah, what are we going to do? That's kind of not even our fault. Yeah, free agency's done, the draft is over, we don't need to really delve in. There's no big happenings, Marner still hasn't signed, there's really nothing much going on in the hockey world. So, we're going to do a little current event stuff, we're going to do a little rookies talk i've been watching that hbo series um hard knocks yeah 
with the NFL rookies. What team is it this year? I haven't watched this year, but I used to love. No, I'm not watching on HBO. I'm watching on the NFL Network. So it's like years past. Okay. So I've burned through the Houston Texans. That was my favorite one. The LA Rams and one other team I can't remember. But now I'm about to start some other team. So the Buccaneers. Did I say the Buccaneers? Nah. So anyway, so I've been just burning <laughs> nah. through the seasons, but yeah, it's it's a interesting show and it really focuses on the rookies, which is great because it shows their their journey to the the NFL. I don't know what they call it in the NHL; they call it the show, but shows their path, how many rookies make it, mistakes, whatever. So I, it got me thinking of what it's like to be a rookie in the NHL and how's that changed since I was a rookie and what rookies do now, and even being a rookie. Growing up, like junior A, junior B, junior C, high school, college, the different types of hazings you go through. I was going to ask, what do you have done? Initiation. So I have a feeling you were probably the one who was dishing out the hazing. No, no, I got, I got hazed. Not you did a chokehold on the last guy we had on the podcast. Well, yes, that was my, that was that was initiation. <laughs> go conscious. That was yeah. You should not do that. But yeah, there's just different things along the way. Obviously, there's different leagues that go overboard and. They're on the news for doing things where you shouldn't necessarily do, but yeah, we could talk about that and just different news stories. Yeah, so is it like you're seeing how it correlates from like rookies in the NFL NFL versus in the NHL? Is that like the biggest thing that you're noticing? Like, I noticed that rookies now don't get initiated or hazed as much as they used to because they have so much more power nowadays. Sure. When you draft the number one overall pick now... He's like the cornerstone of your franchise, but 15 years ago, he was a rookie schmell to, you know, still had to earn his stripes and no one really cared if you were number one or number 50 overall. But now it's like he's got 50 million guaranteed. And well, this is the NFL. Same thing for NHL, though. You you can't touch the first rounders anymore. But back in the day, it was completely different. Fair game, like someone coming in, like. Not really. If you're a first rounder, you, you come in and you know you're untouchable pretty much. And you, you. The rookie party initiation gets easier the higher up you go. Mm. Like when you're, my hardest initiations were probably in college and maybe in junior B, junior A, junior C a little bit, but college was the worst. Just based on stories, not like anything super bad, but yeah, I was going to buzz through because I was a rookie for like seven consecutive years. What? Where I just kept. What? I don't think yeah. that's how it works. Well, if you stay on the same team, you're not a rookie. But I literally went from like high school to junior C to junior B to junior A to college. Well, I guess five years in a row I was a rookie. Yeah. So it just like, boom, five straight years of being a rookie. And you just, I got the full gamut of like, okay, well, in high school, they shave your head. <laughs> and that's it. And so you sit down in the locker room and then they bring out the buzzers and they give you a funny haircut. And you ha- you can't cut your hair for a week. And you're saying it gets worse from there? So, like. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but then it gets worse until you hit pro. And then pro, it just. You spend money. They make you pay for stuff. Okay. Like, you do, they don't uh, abuse you like they do in juniors in college. So, I, and I asked you guys earlier if you have ever been in a frat, because I know they do that in fraternities where they they haze guys yeah, and they, like, I, I kind initiate of think it's them. It's like a hack down across, like any sort of thing like that. You can't really do that in frats anymore. You can't do it in sports anymore. Which I think is good to a degree, but I also think you need a sort of hazing initiation. I, I You don't need it, but I think it does serve its purpose. Mm-hmm. Some character building. You got to earn your stripes. Well, you were in the military, Sam. Yes. Was there any sort of initiation when you went to a new unit 
or a new group of soldiers? Oh, absolutely. Um, through the time in the army, though, it got really toned down. They really uh, kiboshed put, it. Put that on the, <laughs> the back burner there, or you had to be very secretive about it. Um, I've seen some documentaries, some night hazing. some pretty nasty ones. <laughs> yeah, we see the worst of the worst in the news. Like, okay. Let's get the soap bars in the sock and beat the crud out of this guy so it doesn't show bruise. I've seen Full Metal Jacket. But um, what's the – is there any things that just like, okay, here here's the new guy. Let's tell him to go get the the gun grease, you know, like, but there's no gun grease or something. <laughs> yeah, like, there, there's those all the time with the new guys. The biggest thing I can think of is when you're promoted in the Army, they it's like a Velcro rank. They take it off. And then they put the new rank on you, and it was a tradition for a while that everybody that outranks you gets to punch that rank on you uh. to make sure it doesn't come off. <laughs> and for like a week, you have like this so like sternum just like on fire because you got punched like forty times. That's really funny. Mm-hmm. That's a good. When I first went to McDonald's, they initiate McDonald's my first week. What? <laughs> they sent me downstairs. Like yes. Are you working or are you just eating? No, I was working there, and so the manager's like, "Hey, John, head downstairs and get me the liquid steam." And I was like, "Okay, okay liquid steam." I'm like, "Grade 11. I'm searching the whole basement. Liquid steam. Liquid steam. Could not find it. I'm asking other employees. They're like, "No, it's behind the cups. It's behind the cups." So I was down there for like 25 minutes trying to find this liquid steam. Oh, McDonald's. And I'm like man and then they asked you another one was to find the bacon stretcher <laughs> and so i'm like bacon stretcher where is this bacon stretcher and i obviously fell for it so yeah even mcdonald's the initiation of the rookies happened that's at least funny Have when you guys i worked, ever oh sorry when man. i worked at fast food they just made me like clean the fry grease that well yeah no the, that was the your worst job yeah i was the cook at mcdonald's where i just slung the meat and then sometimes i got in the fryer but i didn't like that so i was just you know Making meat, throw it in the drawers. Slinging the meat. <laughs> Slinging the meat. The best part of McDonald's job was during your break, you could make yourself lunch. So I would make like eight patty burgers and like <laughs> yeah. a 14 or 40 piece McNugget meal. I'm like, ah, I'll be in the break room. See ya. There's my, here's my lunch. So yeah, I took advantage of that. Did you get uh, fired? Yes, I did. From McDonald's? <laughs> I did. Let's, let's hear it. Have you told this on the pod yet? I don't know. Maybe I can't. I was, um, they called me the freezer bandit. <laughs> Because <laughs> I was no. young, I was young and growing, <laughs> and we would work eight-hour shifts, and I would get hungry during my shifts because I usually, because I was a growing boy, I would eat a lot, and I would eat every hour or so, and so at work I would get really, really hungry, and you would have one lunch, and that's it, and so I would periodically make a couple burgers, hide them in my apron, <laughs> John, and then be like, I need to get some patties from the freezer. And I'd go in the freezer and eat, and then I'd throw the wrappers in the back of the freezer. So every day they would find these empty wrappers in the freezer, and they didn't know who did it until one day they must have set up a sting operation, and they found me in there. They did. Got you. Crushing hamburgers, they and Le- Leor, who was my manager, said, well, I got to fire you. So you <laughs> like, were the hamburglar. I was the hamburglar. Oh, I man. did it for, I think, four months I did wow. that, and they're like, "We you never let you thought go. to stop leaving the wrappers in there." <laughs> I was like sixteen, and I didn't think it was. Ro- I guess I knew it was wrong, but I didn't think it was that wrong. And I was like, "Whatever, like I'll clean it up later." And I just didn't. I just shoved them in the back of the freezer, freezer, and yeah. I wonder if I, those I, guys I was okay. know who you are. I wonder if they're like, 
Oh yeah, that's that guy, John Scott. John I Scott. fired that they guy. Fired they see that him on, guy. on the on the news, like <laughs> NHL All Star MVP, and like I fired that guy. Yeah, I still remember after he fired me, he's like, because he fired me early in the day, but he's like, well, we still want you to stay for your shift. <laughs> what? I was like, what? No way. I'm like, I'm leaving, and he's like, no, I want you to, you know, mop up, and then you can leave, and you'll get paid for today. I was like, I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm leaving. You just fired me. And he's like, you're mopping my office. And Lior was this like 35-year-old guy, superpower trip. And I was a 16-year-old guy, but I towered over him. I'm like, Lior, I'm not mopping this office. And he handed me the mop. And I was like, what do I do right now? And I just like, you know when you do the mic drop? Yeah. I'm like, you mop your own office, Lior. I dropped the mop right in front of him. Power move. Slay. Mm-hmm. Went and got my bike and biked home. We need to look Booyah! Never got paid for that day. <laughs> follow him on Instagram. I bet he's sharing all kinds of good Leor? Who Leor. knows? He's probably still manager there. I don't know. I didn't. We didn't, we didn't see eye to eye. All, all those that McDonald's money got to his head. He was- <laughs> hey, when, when you're there, they really tout the way you can rise in the company really fast, especially if you're young. You're like, you stick around for three, four years, you'll be manager, then you get benefits, you know, three, four years after that, you might be owning your own store. Ooh. So they really do, and they they pay okay, and they give you benefits if you're there for a certain amount of time, so it's not a terrible job. Sounds I do better like than that. I thought, yeah. Yeah, I do like, I've seen a, a couple other fast food restaurants do that, they actually make a career path for Yeah. People. It's really good. But- you're also working at McDonald's, so right, like right. it's not a glamorous job. You're slinging meat. You're oh man, some of the stuff. I <laughs> yeah, you still have to find the baker bacon stretcher every once in a while. The liquid steam <laughs> and the bacon stretcher. But anyways, we got we got sidetracked here. So we're talking about initiation. I I, I was just going to run through all of the stuff. So high school, just a buzz cut, funny haircut, blah blah blah, nothing too crazy. Junior C, they just make you do stuff like get my tape. You know, clean the bus, nothing random. That was the hardest part, I think, of junior B through college was you had to load all the bags on the bus, you had to unload the bus, and after every road trip, you had to clean the whole bus out, which stunk because on an eight-hour road trip, the bus is disgusting, the guys don't care about it, the guys who spit chew, they spit it on the ground, it's like, it's gross. Animals, absolute animals. Animals. Um, Junior B was my first real alcohol involved rookie party where we went to the captain's house I think it was and we had an all night party and I was still young at that point junior B I must have been gosh 16 or 17 years old Dang! and it was my first real embarrassing moment where I told my mom I would be home because I had never like gone out I wasn't she didn't know really the, the extent of the party and so I was like yeah I'll be home tonight don't worry, I'll get someone to drive me. And I didn't show up. And there, that was the day before cell phone. So she somehow tracked down the home phone of my captain. Oh, my. Called the home. No one answered <laughs> for like three or four times. And she finally got a hold of somebody. And this was like at three or four in the morning, I think, maybe 4.30. And she got a hold of somebody, got me on the phone. She's like, where are you? I'm coming to get you. So she drove to get me at like 5.30 in the morning because <laughs> no. I just like totally, I was overserved at the party and we did like some silly things, nothing like sexual or gross, but like just rookie <laughs> stuff, like run around outside with her under on. It was like snowing and like four below, like run around this football field, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> um, junior eight, 
wasn't really much because everybody was a rookie. It was like a really young league. College is where I think it hit the pinnacle. That's just because, where the fun starts. Yeah, because you have guys who are three years older than you. They'd been there for four years, and they really know how to do it, and they have time to plan it. And so in college, it's a rookie day. Like, that is your day. That's the initiation. It starts off with you meet at the captain's house at like 8 a.m., and this is what you're doing. First, we had to go to, I think it was Meyer, and they give you a list of stuff you have to buy. And it's embarrassing stuff. It's like, well, go buy diapers, go buy um, lube, go buy douches, go buy like all this weird random stuff like flowers and buy it and bring it back, like booze, just all this stuff for the party. Then they made us go sit on picnic tables in college for on the college campus for like three, four hours. And they picked one picnic table and all like 12 of us had to sit on this one picnic table. And they said, if you guys step off this picnic table, you're going to get it. And we're like, okay, like we we're honestly like, okay, well, what do we do? What do we do? We don't know what we're going to do. So we sat on this picnic table for three hours and they came and picked us up. They said, go home, shower, get ready, then come to the party. They had paired up with this fraternity to use the frat house. And we get to this frat house and we got dressed and they said, go in this room get dressed and all all that was in the room were the diapers that we bought oh no <laughs> and so we're like what and it's like yeah you guys were in diapers for the party tonight and we're like oh really and we had bought adult diapers obviously and so we all throw on these adult diapers and then they gave us these other costumes we had to do skits like someone was wearing a roman warrior i was like a construction it was like the <laughs> what's it, the, the, the village, village people, people? yeah <laughs> and we had to do skits and wear diapers the whole party and it was fun like it was all in good fun nothing really gross but it was kind of embarrassing so i don't know nothing crazy it's not like when you hear about ohl whl where they make the guys strip down naked they throw them in the bathroom of the bus and there's like eight of them and they throw like oh. a handful of quarters in and they know how much money they have and they said don't come out until you know exactly how much money we threw in there. Oh. No. Whoa. Yeah, and I've heard some stories like that where, yeah, they make them ride in the bathroom for the whole bus ride home, like a four-hour bus ride, all the rookies, or they make them do... It's crazy, Yikes. the stuff that they make them do. And, like, I can't imagine... Ugh, it's just... It's crazy. So, so there's, like, definitely a line, but, like, there should be something. That line... I think you cross the line when you do it... Yeah, making them get in the bathroom yeah, when say. you're naked. Yeah, <laughs> but that, that's through. a little... Crossing line, but yeah, there yeah. there there are things to kind of you know, you gotta earn your way onto this team. Like in this office, John, what did you make your employees do? Prefer not to talk about that. <laughs> I'm not allowed to talk about <laughs> it. Sign a waiver. <laughs> oh, I'll so just funny. let you know it was sketchy. Yeah, <laughs> I had to start producing this NHL players podcast. And it's like, yeah. The worst, the absolute worst. Yeah, so it, it's. And I don't see those NFL guys. They just have to do a skit. So who knows what they do during the year. But yeah, carry my pads. Like, it was kind of lame. Tim's messaging me. I told him that uh, that uh, we were talking about his gay wedding right now. <laughs> he, he told me, he said, I can't believe I forgot this. One of my buddies found a picture of me. Uh, found a picture of a guy that looks just like me wearing a Nazi uniform. No. Yeah, right. A guy that looks yeah, just looks, like me. Looks like Trying to cover yeah. his tracks. Yeah, hey, John, please read this on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> nice try, Tim. <laughs> but anyway, so that's rookie initiation. Not too crazy, but actually, I should talk about the show, what they do. In the NHL, they have a rookie party. They take you to a very fancy restaurant. All the vets order every expensive item on the menu. Like, they're getting Wagyu beef steaks where it's like one ounce oh, yeah. is like... 
a hundred bucks. I'm like, you know what? I'll take a ten ounce Wagyu beef steak and you know bring some lobster with it too. Mm-hmm. And then they order the most expensive bottle of wine. I was so. It's funny. I was not a wine guy. I'm still not a wine guy, but now I appreciate it a little more. We would go to these parties, and the what's the, what's the person called who, the sommelier, oh, the guy yeah. who picks out the wine. So he's showing us this wine. He's opening this bottle of wine next to me, and his hands shaking. <laughs> and we're in Dallas. I'm Is like, that because he's an alcoholic? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought. I'm like, what's going on? He's, he's like, like, he's, like super- he's like, I've always wanted to open this bottle. I'm like, really? Why? He's like, this is the oldest bottle we have here. Whoa. It's a very fancy bottle. I'm like, whoa, how much does this bottle cost? He's like, it's like $9,000. Whoa. And he's like shaking, opening it. A bottle of wine. Yeah. And he's like opening it. And he gives me a bit. He's like, would you like to taste it to see if it's okay? I'm like, uh, yeah, whatever. Sure. And he pour, I, I, I felt so bad. I'm like, I just down it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Like, just, just start pouring it. And I should have let him have some. But I was just like, <laughs> I had no concept of what yeah. good wine was. Does it I come was in like, a box? Yeah, I was like, just pour me a glass. Like, I'm sure it's fine. Like, can I also get a Labatt Blue while you're at it? <laughs> can we chase this with some, like, cranberry yeah. juice? And so you order silly things like that, like bottles of wine and shrimp and crab and lobster and steak. Like, super overindulgent. And then the bill comes, and the bill's probably twenty five, thirty thousand. 30000 Dang. And then the vets go, all right, rookies, thank you. And they just get up and leave. And depending on how many rookies you have, you just split the bill. And so when I was there, it was I think we had five rookies, and we each paid I think six or seven grand yeah. for the rookie dinner. And so that's the initiation into the NHL is where you pay pay for everyone's dinner. So they still do that? Oh, they absolutely do because yeah. I did it for ten years. And it was great because <laughs> you pay for it, and then you hope you stay in the league. Then once you get that rookie dinner, you're like, yes, you earned it back. And it's one of the biggest parties of the year because yeah, it's it's the first party with the whole team, and everybody's getting to know each other. And you usually do it at a nice restaurant on the road, and you just well, you just spill the beans for all your the the college kids listening. If you make the show. Be prepared. Be prepared for that first paycheck to go right to a dinner. Go to Texas Roadhouse, please. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. Go to Applebee's tonight. No, you're going to like Ocean Prime or Morton's or mm-hmm. all these like really f- restaurants I would have no business going to if it wasn't for this rookie party. I love a good White Castle. You know what? I only had White Castle once. It was in Minnesota, and I think I ate 17 to 22 burgers. Whoa. So good. It was so good. It's the worst gas afterwards. Like you smell. I don't it remember that part, but it was so good. <laughs> Are they even in Michigan? Yeah. Minnesota. I don't know if they're in Michigan. They're in Indiana. They're in, they're in Chicago. Oh. Okay. There's None of those are in, in Michigan. So Detroit. Yeah, yeah. You know they're in Indiana, and Chicago. I know they're in Minnesota. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Sure. That answers it. <laughs> but anyway, so that's being a rookie, Larry. I feel enlightened. Do you think it's like toned down now that everybody has a camera? Like you don't want to be the athlete that's on TMZ because you hazed a rookie. Well, and then I think that's the, that's the main problem. And then if you get caught, there's so much stuff that like you get kicked off the team you go to jail you get like killed by the social media it's just crazy it, which is why Canceled. everybody's so soft which brings me i saw something today oh yeah <laughs> that got my blood boiling i was just scrolling through the news and there was an article out of california that some mayor or i don't know what the person's title was they just put in a law i don't know what you call it i don't know the terms that you, they got rid of all of the gender words for the state of California or the county where they were. Yeah. So 
like a manhole. You can't call it a manhole now. You call it a person hole. John. Right? I have a list here. This is you, jail time if you say it. No, a manhole is now a maintenance hole. Whoa. You go to jail if you say it now? Whoa. That's what this headline says. New California law allows jail time for using wrong gender pronoun. It's this, it's unbelievable. This might be dated. <laughs> it might be dated. No, I bet you it's from today. And then it's just silly things. Like when you sign yeah, a contract for oh, work, it is. it's like you can't say a pregnant woman. They have to say a pregnant person. And, you know, I'm no doctor, <laughs> but I can't remember the last time a man was pregnant. <laughs> Can you remember that? I cannot. So I just, I am struggling with the United States right now. It's kind of hand in hand with the, you know, uh, hazing thing, too. Oh, it's like just it's like, so incredibly soft. Right. Are you saying hazing is how people get pregnant? Sometimes. <laughs> I mean, that's what you made us do when we came into the office. <laughs> Larry, we're going to keep trying until yeah. you get pregnant. <laughs> no. Why do you think we hire so many people? It's just the whole country is just getting so soft. Sure. It blows my mind. Like, what's... Oh, I, 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 am, I am at a loss. Sam, you're, you're an army guy. Yeah. Does this drive you bananas? Like you're not a soft guy like John and Larry are. <laughs> it to a point it's just like where do we stop? Like when when do we draw the line? Right? It's like, "Oh, I don't like the way your hair looks. It's it offends me. You need to get a new haircut. Everybody has to be the same. You you can't say anything that's going to upset somebody. Oh, the way you're you're killing my vibe, Larry. It's I'll just, leave. I don't like it. Yeah, it just... Or you go to jail. Yeah, you you can't upset anybody. Right. Or else you're in trouble. Like, what happened to having thick skin? It's like a manhole. Are you kidding me? <laughs> call it a woman hole. <laughs> call it a woman hole. I don't care. Hole. Doesn't bother me. No. It's not going to ruin my day. I'm not going to get upset by, oh, that manhole <laughs> really sets me off. I'm a... Or that woman hole. I'm a man. That bothers me. Ah, oh, it drives oh, me crazy. I'm not allowed in that hole because yeah. I'm not a man. Is that what you're saying? It's like, yeah, go ahead. You can go down there. I'm not allowed to get pregnant because I'm not a woman. Is that what you're saying? I don't. This offends me. What were the other? There were some other ones. Like, I understand a fireman. I get it. You can call him a firefighter. I understand that because, yes, a woman a, and a man yeah, can be okay. a fireman or a firefighter. Excuse me. Policeman, call him a police officer. Sure. That's a no brainer. Yeah. But. They can't even say, like, a repairman. A repair? Repairman. Repair officer? What do you say? You say a repairer. A repairer? became, like, repairer. words that don't hold gender to them. It's just the name for that thing, you know? It's like, why, why even adjust it? It's you just can't like a call it word. a sorority or a fraternity. Oh, no. You have to call it a collegiate Greek system residence. Unreal. Ah. No way. <laughs> Wait. Okay, that's where the lines draw. Oh, yeah. my gosh. A sportsman? You want to be a sportsman and go and hunt and fish? Can't You got to be a hunter now. Okay. Hunters. Sports it's, people. Sports people. <laughs> a craftsman? You're building stuff with your hands? Can't. Crafts people. Artisans. Artisans. Ooh. Artisans. Artisan cheese. Nom, 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 nom. But it's like, and I saw, what if, why do you have to take it as a man? What if like a, what if it's like a human instead of a man? You know what I mean? Human. Yeah. Like you, a man power. Human, human power. Why can't it no, just be a human? It's Hugh person. Ugh, Hugh whatever. Person. <laughs> I just have a feeling if this country ever does go to war and it's hand to hand combat, we're just going to get ran over. 
by like Finland <laughs> because Finland doesn't do this stuff. They're just going to yeah. come in and start like if somehow there was ever an electronic shutdown where all the electronics went black and it was all hand to hand combat and guns, the USA would get smoked. We would have, I would think, a hundred thousand good soldiers. Then the rest would be like, oh, guns. I'm going to hide in the scare me. hole. Or maybe yeah, hole. I'm going to go hide in that person hole. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully no one gets me. Oh, my gosh. It just drives me bananas. It really does. It's so soft. Ugh. Anyways. <laughs> wow. Don't break my uh, table, it's John. just so bad. Do you need some new hockey gear? you need a new hockey stick? Some gloves? But do you want the best hockey gear available? I know I do. I can't use the stuff that's out there these days. So when I need new hockey gear, I go to ProStockHockey.com. They have legit pro hockey sticks, pro gloves, pro everything you need. They get it right from the NHL. And you don't have to make NHL money to buy this stuff, which is great. You go there, ProStockHockey.com. They got sticks under 160 bucks. The cool thing is you buy a stick, you get Three free rolls of tape. So that means if you buy, let's do the math. Two sticks, you get six rolls. Three sticks, you get nine rolls. Ten sticks, you get 30 rolls of tape. So, hey, it's a no-brainer. All the sticks, super cheap, 160 bucks or less. If you go to the store and want to buy a stick off the rack, it's like $250 and it's not even a pro stock stick. Pro stock hockey gets the stuff right from the show. They put it right on their website. The sticks are 160 bucks or less, and they all come with a 30-day warranty. So if you're on the ice, you, t- you rip a clapper and the stick breaks, you send it back, they'll give you a new one. So you go to ProStockHockey.com, use promo code SCOTT, that's S-C-O-T-T, my last name, yours truly, and you get an extra 10% off your total order. So you get a stick, 160 bucks, 10% off, you get your stick for under 150 bucks. you get your three rolls of tape. It's a no-brainer. Check it out, ProStockHockey.com, promo code SCOTT. And like, just to like caveat on that, I had when I was in the Army, I was in the Army's testing brigade at Fort Bliss in Texas, and we weren't allowed to take our cell phones with us because they don't want you taking pictures of this new tech and or there's like geographic tracing that they can do with cell phones or whatever. But I saw a grown adult soldier, these people that are charged with defending the United States... <laughs> cry over not being able to have their cell phone for a week yeah. a soldier physically crying Uh-oh. tears a man it's insane i i wouldn't go that far as to a say male he, oh sorry a human <laughs> he he is a human that has a penis male parts <laughs> okay yeah. so it is a, a yes a man genetically but phys- spiritually and mentally a little boy a baby uh, he is he is not prepared for the job yet so you're entrusting this person who can't be taken away from his cell phone for an hour to protect your country in a stressful situation. Do you think this kid is going to protect you when it comes down to it? When he can't even like let go of his, what if I get a Facebook notification? Was it like that or was it like wife in labor or something? No, it yeah, was just a benefit of a doubt. It was just like... I need my cell phone to be a human. Still. <laughs> I got a gram. What a if Beyonce drops a new a new beat? Oh That's my true. gosh, that yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Hopefully, you hazed him. Oh, unofficially, and, yes. <laughs> Sam, Just, there's a lot of winking going on yeah. across the table. 
Wink, winks don't come through very well on a podcast, no, do they? No, but yeah, that's embarrassing. I, I find myself with my cell phone just trying to... I got to be better with not using it. Cause it's, I like the, uh, the screen clutch, time. Or crutch. It what? gives you yeah. the screen time notification. That really makes you feel like a piece of crap. Oh, it embarrasses it. you. Especially like, oh, when I've been like, on the phone for two hours today. Oh, my gosh. It, it's super embarrassing. It's good to have, though. I mean, what do you guys feel about, like, no phones in the bedroom? That's a new thing I'm just starting. I got, like, an official alarm clock. I like that, Larry. Just, like, I find myself, like, I'm ready for bed. And mm-hmm. then, like, I'm just like, well, I can check one more thing. And then yeah. it's, like, 45 minutes goes by, and I've read tweets that don't matter. And it's like, dude, yeah. just go to bed. No, bed. it's Ugh. so bad. Yeah. I, I think that's a good idea. I need to do something because, man, I just, like, start playing cards. The next thing I know... Like an hour's gone by and I've just been playing cards for an hour. Like on your phone cards? On my phone, yeah, because yeah, okay. I play spades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can play it online so you can play people. And it's like an hour goes by and like, it's 1130 at night. <laughs> like I've literally been laying here for an hour oh, playing yeah. cards. It's crazy. So yeah, that's a good idea. I like that I'm, idea. I'm like the exact opposite though. Like I have the kids, so I want to make sure like I'm at work all day. I come home and we don't get cell phones out until after he goes to bed. So it's like the... The opposite. So we're like, that's different. Yeah. So sure. the time that's supposed to be me and my wife together, we're just, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> no, he was Twitter, doing a wow. scrolling motion on his phone, <laughs> just so you know, because yes, it doesn't translate. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't translate. You see that noise? <laughs> Once the kid's in bed, oh yeah, yeah. No, he's scrolling on his phone. Everybody. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm new. I'm new. <laughs> no, I need to be better at that because yeah, when I'm around my kids twenty four seven, and it's like I just get distracted it's like okay i'm gonna grab it i'm gonna check my email well then i'll check the news well you know what i could play a card game real quick i'm gonna go take a dump <laughs> next thing you know it's like okay i've been there for, for half an hour and i need to so yeah. i need to be a lot better with that it's, it's not it's not good yeah something every guy can relate to like, oh. you gotta take your phone with you to sit on the toilet <laughs> get off the toilet your, both your legs are asleep <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's that mark on your your thighs and your bum. Yeah, you've been here too long. So you all have kids. When is it? When are you guys going to let them use cell phones? Or do you guys never, already? never? I am never. No, you be realistic. I think once they hit sixteen, well, they're going to be driving. driving they're going to be away for from like you. a safety reason, or like give them like a flip phone until <laughs> like until yeah they yeah. I just think sixteen is good, just because they don't need it before then. Mm-hmm. If they need a phone, they can use their friends. Like everybody has phones. That's that's the goal. But who mm-hmm. knows? Like my friend. They give their kids when they're eight, seven and eight. They have, their kids have phones, so yeah, it's hard. My daughter's nine, and a lot of the kids in her class have iPhones. I could not imagine giving my kid an iPhone. There's yeah, no it's way bizarre. access to the world that like I'd be so afraid to have. Yeah, like my kid just know the things that I can know on Instagram in two minutes. Yeah, like, that's yeah. scary. So like for me, like. I'm like a pretty easygoing guy, but I'm terrified of exposing my son to the internet. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's so much awful John's stuff on the there. internet. Yep. <laughs> Look out. They, they listen me, to this podcast. They let me on the internet. My son should not be there. Yeah, yeah, it's just something. It's too much too soon. I don't think it needs to be. You don't need to open that door. I think you keep it closed as long as you can because it will get open and they will see stuff. Like I know. When my kids get older, they will watch all my fight tapes. They will watch, oh, yeah. like, listen to all my podcasts, and they will do like all the research and mm-hmm. dig up everything that I. They'll read everything about me, and it's terrifying because I've done and said a lot of things I, <laughs> I wish I hadn't done or said. So, yeah, I want to keep them away from that as long. Keep my image 
in their heads of just yay dad rather yeah. than dad what? <laughs> why'd you hit that guy what <laughs> yeah why have did you, you hit that guy? have you had that moment yet where someone's like hey do you know what your dad did not yet awesome. no no one has i'll tell him yeah <laughs> come and watch this you guys david <laughs> did you know what your dad did here's watch a this. compilation not yeah. just one <laughs> no i it will happen but Hopefully not too soon. Yeah, yeah it, they gotta it, be older. They gotta understand what it is. Well, they, they don't, don't even they don't understand at a fighting. Age. Yeah, yeah, but like, why are you fighting? I don't understand. Like, I think once they get to a certain age, we'll cross that bridge. But yeah, you got a house of all girls too. Your your dynamics are different. It's a little different, boys. Yeah, my I boys fight be a lot more. All day. And yeah, they're having a great time. They're yeah, punching each other and they're rolling and like I never taught them that. They just do it. <laughs> yeah, we get daily, dad. Gabriella stuck her tongue out at me. <laughs> Let's get her in trouble. Like that's the kind of stuff that we get in Legit, trouble for. This morning before I came to work, Oliver was crying because Owen had tied his legs up with duct tape <laughs> and locked him in his room. <laughs> I was getting my computer and a waffle to go to work. Yeah, no, that would not happen. Mine's like, Dad, she's using my horse for our game, and it's my horse. That's like a big deal in our household. It's no one's getting tied up with duct tape. It's just yeah, girls are a lot more. Sensitive, but just different. Not as aggressive. Yeah, it is funny. And then they're fine. Like boys are always fine. Girls, one minute, one minute later, it's like whatever. Yeah, they hold on to things a little bit longer. Yeah, like they'll there'll be at least one of them. I think constantly it's like upset at somebody else, and they like you know pull themselves away from the group, have a little quiet time. So yeah. I'd Regroup. prefer if you guys stop identifying them as boys and girls. oh sorry, oh, bad. <laughs> yeah, no, You're honestly, right, Larry. my human daughter, my human. <laughs> Well, I can't even say daughter. Child. <laughs> non, a human child. Non-penis bearing. Yes. Yes. Non-penis. Offspring. Gender neutral. You're, my child. Non-binary child. Yeah, non-binary. We don't know which way she, um, uh, what is it called? What's the term? She chooses. No. Uh, identifies. Identifies. Yeah. We don't know what she identifies as yet. Okay. Or we don't know what way my child identifies because I don't want to call her a girl because that would be insulting to my child. <laughs> I actually saw this online a couple of days ago. Somebody, somebody like painted their like brand new baby boy's room like baby blue, like yeah. you do for kids. And someone was like, "How do you know?" Like, it, this was uh, just in the comments. I was like, "I was like, well, ultrasound." Well, he that's what he came out with. Like, yeah, that's what he is until he decides. Like, but what if he blue. painted that room pink? Would everybody be happy? It's like, oh, you're so progressive. It's like, holy moly! It's a, I, I'll paint my kids' room whatever color on a painted. I yeah. Granola eating. Oh, God, God. One of my fantasies. John's sweating right now. He's getting so fired up. I have, no, I actually enjoy granola. Here's one of my fantasies, and it's transitioned as I've gotten older. My original fantasy this was a PG to, podcast, so just. Was to be walking and have a group of teenagers insult my family somehow, like a group of four teenagers. Does it have to be four? Three or four or Three five or four. in that range. I want to be realistic with my skills. Yeah. And they say something derogatory to myself or my family, and then I go and take care of business and beat them all up. That was my fantasy. And now it's evolved into some kind of, like, gosh, social justice warrior. Is that what you call them? Oh, yeah. Saying something to, like, correct me, and then I just, like, go and, like, clean house of, like, 20 of those people (laughs) because I feel like I could. And just, like, (laughs) that's my fantasy now is to have someone who's, like, super, super... 
liberal say so you can't call it a tree man it's a living being <laughs> and then like just completely just john scott arrested for assault <laughs> this, after accidentally calling a maintenance hole on the <laughs> this he'll, yeah this poor guy that accidentally picked a fight with john scott like, <laughs> you can't hit me i'm a i'm a human being <laughs> whack it's so like later. hockey's like the only sport left that's not really they're not bending on anything no which is nice and that's why i think hockey will be the one sport that I think fans will gravitate to longer. Basketball too, but basketball was never really physical. Football, I think, is on shaky ground just because of all the penalties. Every and year the, there's less contact. It's just not fun anymore. You can't, so, can't even look at a quarterback without getting a penalty. Oh, now. it's cr- I, I watched the old films of like, I just watched uh, 30 for 30 on Dick Butkus and Gail Sayers and like the hits yeah. that they used to do. Oof. You would be kicked out of the Unreal, league now. Yeah, elbow someone, to the face, oh. to the helmet, and just and they would talk about it after the game. He's yeah. like, "What'd you do to Lin Swan? I forearmed him right in the face. He was sleeping <laughs> on the field. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great. And he's like, no fines, no suspensions. Mm-hmm. And then Lin Swan's like, yeah, I was sleeping on the field and he was playing <laughs> mm-hmm. like the next quarter. Love it. It's so crazy. No, but yeah, no concussion protocol back no. then. No, <laughs> no, no. You get some smelling salts and you're on your way. You got your get uh, back bell out on. there. Got your bell rung. That's how it used to be. Now it's like, let's go sit down in the dark room. Which you have to. I get it. But yeah, it's just, it's a different uh, different generation, Larry. <laughs> Should we talk about Area 51? We were talking about Oh, yeah, we can. We have sure. to. You, John, yeah. Sam, you guys are the, well, Sam's the military. He's going to protect Area 51. And John <laughs> he actually has to leave like in 10 to, minutes to go there. <laughs> no, that's you, not, are you going? <laughs> that's not my job anymore. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, there was a big, what do you call it, a petition going around? It was like a Facebook, like a Facebook, a event. Facebook event, yeah, an event, and people committed to going to Area Fifty One to rush defenses to get into Area Fifty One to see what was happening behind. There's like the, a million people that have said they're going to do it. Yeah, and it started off with like thirty thousand. Now apparently, there's a million people committed to go to Area Fifty One to rush the gates. I don't know what the date is. Is it a good idea? I'm curious. <laughs> I hope they do it so I know what's there. I have a feeling it's just going to be a giant letdown where all they're doing there is developing like military grade weapons, like kind of supersonic planes. Like I watched an uh, show on Discovery about Skunk Works. Yeah. Is that what they're called? And they're based out of there and they just develop all these high tech like drones and they did the stealth bomber and they did all these massive reconnaissance planes that can fly like 60,000 feet in the air and take like massive high tech pictures and bombs can't get them and that's what they developed there that that's like what the big thing at area 50 was very 51 was back in the day during like the cold war so i don't know what well, they it gotta, is now they gotta test this stuff somewhere like you can't just make these crazy ass planes and drones and then just yeah send them to battle <laughs> or fly them over population <laughs> right and everyone yeah, thinks they're ufo i just saw it. that the marshall islands where they tested all the nuclear bombs back in the day they still have like crazy amounts of radiation more than like oh, chernobyl and stuff and it's crazy like that nuclear stuff really does that show is crazy did you watch chernobyl uh no i have not oh it's really good it's a show yeah it's a hbo miniseries i don't awesome. have hbo john i can't oh, afford it it's oh. great for a, a, a little update there uh there's 1.6 million that are attending the event and 1.2 million are interested in the event. Oh, so if I I'm, I'm not an engineer, but that's 2.8 million potentially well. <laughs> storming the gate. So, as a military guy, how would you protect Area 51? What would you do, Sam? If you had 2.8 million people 
getting ready to rush the gates. And you didn't want them in the building. Well, well there's this thing that the, the military has called CRAM, which is a very fast and very powerful machine gun. I that saw will, that on Super Troopers. Is that, that Ramrod? <laughs> that car, will, car Ramrod? Car Ramrod. <laughs> that will Say it. annihilate people pretty fast. Um, this technology is good enough that they can shoot mortars and rockets out of the air. No. So they can definitely shoot Kyle running across the desert. <laughs> Have you I don't seen think Kyle, gonna, though? I don't think that. <laughs> Kyle's all hopped up on Monster <laughs> Energy Drink and Four loco. Yeah. Backwards hats. <laughs> That is no, they wouldn't. Do you think they would get to that level? I don't think they would shoot anybody if the, those would, people were crazy enough. Just say 10,000 of them were crazy enough to jump the fence and rush the gates and rush the building. What level do they go to? Uh, <laughs> that's a, that's a very have, like, pellets or something. Like I, I'm, rubber. There are so many like non-lethal options that they can use before it gets to that point. But if it becomes like a violent situation, like tasing a, a military base is going to defend itself. There is a lethal option though. That's oh. the last, like and the I'm, last line. If you get within fifty feet of the building, you're going down. And I've seen like documentaries of people that get like within a mile of Area Fifty One and. Guys in black SUVs show up and scoop them up. And they're like, no, you can't be here, man. Like, get out of here. Crazy. Well, you said at the Fort Knox. What happened to you at Fort Knox? So I had some pre-deployment training at Fort Knox. And we stopped outside of, like, the actual gold depository. And I was like, I want to get a picture of this. I bring out my cell phone. Not even, like, 30 seconds. The guy's at the gate like, hey, you can't take pictures or video of this building. Chill out, man. Like <laughs> that's crazy. Was it somebody in the military or just a civilian? Matt, you. <laughs> oh, this is it was like, Kyle again. It was Kyle. Was <laughs> a bro? What up, bro? Get out of here. So you were outside of the gates. Outside of the gates. Not even in the building. And and they were already in my business. Really? So I'm sure Area 51 is substantially higher than that. Well, not to mention they're blasting it on Facebook that millions of people are planning on being at well, this place. Is it like kind of a bit too, though? I'm like, sure it's a big scam. I mean, a big it's joke. not like real, is it? Well, the Air Force has already made statements saying like, we are going to defend Area 51 <laughs> if you decide to attack. So best of luck essentially. I hope something happens. I don't I hope no one gets killed. Sure, sure. But I hope people do jump the fence and then they just get dealt with accordingly. Somebody is going to show up. I'm it's sure. It's going to be great. <laughs> I would love to see that just like, oh, you jump in the fence, whack 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 beanbags in the forehead. Or- I'm I'm just excited for the internet content that's going to come out of 12 guys showing up to Area 51 to try and raid it. I hope well I I bet you there'll be a decent crowd. There's a lot of weirdos in this country. And a lot of people who think, well, this we, we deserve to see what's inside those walls. Well, we pay our taxes. Well, even if 10% of this yeah. 1.6 million people show up, that's quite a substantial force. <laughs> it's like 40, 50 people. I'm no math major. 10% of a million. At least 50. Totally. <laughs> yeah. No. I, and what, do you know what the date is? September 20th, 2019. Oh, they're giving themselves some time. At 3 a.m. You know what they should do is just move whatever's there out of it and let these people come. They have enough time. (laughs) I know. You move to Area 52. They have have till September to get all the stuff out of there. Right. I wonder if they're actually worried. They must be planning. They must have some kind of contingency. Oh, 100%. There's some plan put in place just in case. How fun would that be It's not just for this. I'm sure it's like, I'm sure these places have... Well, they probably have contingencies if we're being attacked by the Russians or but like <laughs> not by our own kind. Okay, we're having fifty thousand weirdos at the gate. What do we do? I'm sure like 
a couple of commanders like, okay, this we can have some fun with this. Like, let's get Population the hoses control. out. Dirt. I also bet what? everyone who's like clicked like on that list is like on, on some list. secret list. Oh, yeah. like You're everything list. that oh, they've yeah. ever You're officially on the no fly list. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. That's awesome. Even Sam for having it up on his oh, computer yeah. right done. now is already being yeah. like Actually, interrogated. <laughs> That'd be so Any funny. Black helicopters out there. All right, everybody. Thank you to Sam, John, and Larry. Hope you enjoyed this different. I think we just lost a lot of followers. We lost a lot of followers. Yeah. There would definitely be some editing. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. We're doing our best, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. This is what happens when hockey is when over. Tim's gone. It just goes <laughs> off the Tim's rails. Gone. Tim holds it together. Tim, he's such a nice guy that he just keeps us together. So but I love the Sam edition talking about <laughs> war. Just having that kind of person. I love it. We I'll, might have to bring another mic in here. I'll All be right. here next week. Or it might be too many cooks in the kitchen. I don't know. We'll see. We'll talk about it. We'll All right, kick, everybody. We kick John out. You're John. <laughs> you, John. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Cheers. <laughs>